Warning, the following podcast, which contains strong language and mature content, is unsuitable for children or for the faint of heart. The subject matter discussed will be frightening and graphic in nature. Listener discretion is advised. When you want to hear about the paranormal, you get the spooked girls. True crime that makes you hypothermal with the three spooked girls. Stabby snippets will give you dreams. Taryn Jessica will make you. Along with the spooked girls Bring on the slaughter We on that haunted ground The three spooked girls Hey there, spooksters, and welcome back to another episode here on Three Spooked Girls. My name is Jessica, and as always, I'm joined by my favorite gal pal, Tara. Hey, spooksters. Today, I am doing another patron select. It is for our patron, Shannon. They requested a bunch of things. I wouldn't say requested a bunch of things. They gave us a lot of topics. And I was looking through them, and I might steal some for later, because they were good topics. Yes. But I figured we had some true crimey stuff happening, a lot of that lately. So I kind of wanted to go with a paranormal-ish one, which... I have feelings that this was just a person being a total, like, dick. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, we're going to be talking about Spring-Heeled Jack. Okay. Is this like an urban legend? There is like no idea about this. No, I know nothing. Mm -hmm. It is an urban legend. Oh, okay. And it's an English (gasps) urban legend. I'm here for it. So we're going across the pond. Yay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The first kind of like quote-unquote known sighting happened in 1837 that was during like the victorian era Mm -hmm. and it was reported when this was happening and it happened for like 60 something years so it happened from like 1837 to like 1904 was the last technical sighting of Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. of this creature Mm -hmm. so it's a long ass time yeah but then it just disappeared interesting so my theory is that it's just a dude. He got real old. <laughs> <laughs> he died. <laughs> he got old and died. Or they lost interest. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so it was, like I said, it was in England, so the United Kingdom. And it was very, the kind of urban legend was very prevalent in like suburban London, in the Midlands, and in Scotland. CK is going to have to tell us if he knows about the Spring Hill Jack, because mm-hmm. he is our Scottish friend. So. Springhill Jack is described as a terrifying and fr- having a terrifying and frightening appearance, it has a diabolical physique, clawed hands, and eyes that quote resembled the red red balls of fire. That's scary. And then immediately when I read that earlier today, I started singing "Burning Ring of Fire," <laughs> and then also the goodness gracious great balls of fire that kind of simultaneously happened in my head. It was great. Some even say that he wears a helmet and he has a big black cloak and he has a helmet underneath and that he is wearing under that a tight fitted garment that resembles oil skin, which is apparently like, I kind of 
would think like it was an old timey like wetsuit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so that's what it looks like is mm. an old timey wetsuit. It was described as like dock workers mm, mm-hmm. used to wear it like in England. Mm-hmm. So rubber like. And it was also mentioned that Spring Hill Jack also looked like the devil Ugh. with horns and whatnot. I was on the Wikipedia page, and one of the things I thought was really interesting is, you know where, like, they put, like, the grouping of where you can find it, if it's a ghost, a demon, that kind of thing? It was, like, hoax, mass hysteria, (laughs) demon, phantom. (laughs) That was, like, oh, we, like, we spiraled down. He's also said to be tall and thin and also have the presence or the, you know, the appearance of a gentleman. Is he a demon or is he a gentleman? Which is it? (laughs) I think he's a dude. (laughs) Some people say he breathes out blue and white flames and that his claws are actually just metallic claws on the end of his fingers. And apparently he has spoken to a couple people and he speaks comprehensive English. Okay. Wikipedia's words, not mine. Oh, okay. (laughs) I mean, well, I mean, demons can speak as we have seen in movies. (laughs) Right. But comprehensive English. All right. So. It kind of ties back into that whole, like, gentleman thing. Mm. Mm. Maybe they meant, like, proper. Yeah, but I just thought it was funny that they said comprehensive. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, comprehensive? Okay. (laughs) I was like, does it, it's like reading, remember, like, in high school, like, or, like, elementary school, you'd have, like, reading and comprehension. I was like, is it that he speaks understandable English? That's what you're saying. He speaks understandable English. I guess. Yeah. So, When this kind of came out in, like, the 1800s, this is, like, when ghost stories were kind of, like, the cool thing in London. And so, basically, people would say that they would see these, like, human-like figures walking around, describe them as pale, and that they would, like, stalk and prey on lonely pedestrians. Which is where kind of this story came from. The first kind of, like, I guess early on in the 1800s, there was a ghost called the Hammersmith Ghost Hmm. that they think that may have, like, kind of spun off to be spring jack but it like dipped out for a bit so the first actual case a reported sighting of spring jack came in october of 1837 and it was a, a girl and then they say girl i think they met like a young woman probably in her teens to like early 20s she her name was mary stevens and she was walking in the lavender hill district in london And she came to this, like, specific place called Clapham Commons, and it said that a figure leapt out at her from a dark alley, and Mm -hmm. that he immobilized her, Mm. and he he was, like, gripping her arms, Mm -hmm. and then he began to kiss her while ripping off her clothes and (gasps) touching her flesh with his claws. He's a rapist. Uh huh. And according to her, he was cold and clammy as though he was a corpse. Mm. Yeah. Apparently, then she screamed and the entity vamoosed, but didn't just vamoose, it like ran, it, it ran away. Like it didn't like dematerialize or anything. Mm. A bunch of people came out to see and they were looking for him, but he couldn't be found. It was said that the next day, the leaping character, or like how, because the reason he's called Spring Hill Jack is because apparently he can jump like at least 10 feet in the air. Oh, okay. That makes sense. He got hops. That's what we're saying. 
when they went to her house to investigate, like to ask more questions, she said he jumped in the way of a passing carriage, causing the coachman to lose control and crashing and injuring himself. And then several witnesses said that he jumped nine feet over a high wall, cackling in a high-pitched ringing laughter, end unquote. (laughs) So this is kind of how that became a thing. So then that happened in January, in October, in January of the next year, it kind of became a thing again. So apparently people wrote about this guy in papers and whatnot, and he was kind of like this entity was. There was a couple other reports that happened shortly after Mary's attack. The first one was by a woman by the name of Jane Alsop. And it happened in February 19th of 1838. And she said she was answering the door at her father's house to find a man claiming to be a police officer. And he told her to bring a light claiming that he had caught Spring Hill Jack in the lane. She brought a candle. Then she noticed he wore a large cloak, which is where the cloak thing came from. The moment she handed him the candle, he threw the cloak and presented her with the most heinous and frightening appearance, vomiting blue and white flames from his mouth while his eyes resembled red balls of flame. Maybe his eyes were red because he was throwing up flames. I mean, that would... That can't be comfy. (laughs) No, you're right. I mean... I get red eyes when I get allergies. Imagine if you're throwing up Mm -hmm. different colors than you're supposed to. Right. Also flames. I know. That's what I'm saying. They're burning. Part fucking dragon. Yeah, exactly. I literally just think this is some dude or dudes. uh, Like like maybe it was like a group of men passed down. Maybe. I don't know. She also said he wore a large. This is where the helmet. This is basically where all the description comes from is from Jane's story. And she said she screamed for help and managed to get away and ran towards the house. He caught her on the steps and tore her neck and arms with his claws. She was rescued by one of her sisters. And then the guy ran away or the entity ran away. I'm just calling this what it is. This is a dude. This is a dude. There's no way this is a ghost. This is a dude. And then later in that year, or later in that month on the 28th, another woman was attacked. She was an 18 year old girl by the name of Lucy Scales. And her sister, they were returning home from visiting their brother's house, who was a butcher, which I was like, why? I don't understand. Like, is it something to do with meat? Working class? I don't get it. And basically, she went to the police because they were passing the certain part of town and they observed a person standing, standing where they shouldn't be, I guess. She said that she got nervous and like, was trying to be protective of her sister, but that's when she noticed that the man who they saw came up to them and basically was wearing a cloak like the other guy and erupted blue flames from his mouth. Was this dude just like carrying around a mouthful of like Bacardi 151 and just lighting it and freaking out? Like, I don't get it. I don't think that existed back then. (laughs) I was trying to think of what you light on fire and that's what came (laughs) to my head. And she said she was alarmed and she was like scared and she dropped to the ground and she began to have violent fits, like so seizures. Yeah, so that was one story. And then basically, this is like one of those things where it was like because of Jane's story and everything, this is when printed word was getting around. It also, there was a man who was it looks like was arrested. His name was Tomic Milbank. And he was arrested after Jane's attack. 
And apparently he boasted that he was Springhill Jack. Why would you want to be that guy? <laughs> He's rapey. Yeah, but I mean, like, I feel like they didn't quite understand how that was p- problematic then. Oh, I, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't, I don't get it. We're going to flash forward a little bit to eight, August of 1877. I guess the story had gotten so popular, it had ended up with some soldiers. And they had reports of him. And it was basically that he was coming up to them and like advancing towards them, like rushing them and then like challenging the soldiers. And then he would like run away and like bounce away. I don't understand. (laughs) Apparently someone shot him. They shot him, but then they realized that they only fired blanks at him. Mm. They're not very good soldiers. And I can say that they're dead. Apparently not. <laughs> haunt you or haunt me right they're like fuck this one apparently in the same year of 1870s this is why i think it's like a dad did it and then like taught his kid it because it's like 1837 and now it's 30 years later and this you know this kind of thing in 1877 basically another one in lincolnshire which I thought was really funny because it was like in Newport Arch in Lincoln, in Lincolnshire. I was like, oh, we're very specifically in Lincoln. Apparently, Spring Hill Jack was seen, but he had changed his outfit. He was now wearing sheepskin. And apparently an angry mob chased him and cornered him. And they tried to fire at him, but they did not. They missed him. And I just don't know if they're stormtroopers or if they're just, you know... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. And they said he did the whole like bouncing away thing because he apparently he's springhilled. And the last kind of known report, there was a sighting of him on William Henry Street in Liverpool. And it was in 1904. So now we'll talk theories because, you know, I like a good theory. Mm-hmm. Because no one was ever really caught and tried. Like, I think that one dude like Thomas Milbank was like arrested, but they like They didn't have any evidence. Jane wasn't like, that's the dude that convinced me to go outside. Mm -hmm. You know, so they didn't really have anyone. And basically, this was kind of the Victorian era's boogeyman. Don't be out walking alone. I mean, because that's kind of like where urban legends come from. It's like, don't go out walking alone at night or don't answer the door if you're a woman by yourself because you're going to be like attacked by this. But I mean, I have a feeling like I just think it was a dude. I'm sorry. I don't know what else to say. So according to the Wikipedia page, because literally every article I read was literally verbatim the Wikipedia page. So Mm -hmm. I don't know if someone just like went and like took the Wikipedia page and copied it to their website or the other way around. I always wonder which came first, the wiki (laughs) or the website. But basically, a lot of people consider him not to be a supernatural character, but more of like a person who has. And what they wrote is a macabre sense of humor. Mm. Uh, I don't think grabbing women and mm-hmm. making out with them against their will is macabre sense of humor. I think that we've established that's rapey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One point in time, it was determined or not determined that it was kind of rumored that it was this guy named Harry D. Pol- you guys know I can't say shit. He was basically the third marquee of Waterford, which I love his crystal. And for those of you who get it, you get it. <laughs> Sorry. I'm weird. Mm-hmm. And that he was basically the main suspect, that he was a little weird and he would go out and getting drunk and fights and he liked to play like bad jokes, violent kind of jokes, and he would vandalize shit. And so he had this like really bad reputation and he was actually known as the Mad Marquis. 
So that's kind of why they think like maybe he was doing it, which I'm going to throw myself in that camp. Some people do think that he was a demon or a ghost or something like that, and that he apparently only came around during the 1800s, that he has moved on. But Mm. I don't know. I mean, some of the drawings of him, he looks like freaking like Zorro, but with a helmet on. (laughs) So I'm like, I don't really understand and know why you think. I mean, I get it. Like during that time, I don't know. I feel like people can jump really high. Do you? Yeah. I mean, like, it's whatever people's perception of high is. You know what I mean? So. Right. And they said he jumped over a nine foot wall. Did he, though? Or did they just, like, exaggerate? (laughs) Or was it like he ran, like, maybe the wall had steps near it or something. And he maybe only jumped, like, three feet. And, you know, and then climbed over or whatever. Yeah. Or it was an illusion. Or maybe the mm-hmm. wall dipped down. Maybe the wall was nine feet tall, but the street dipped down. So he really only jumped like five feet. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It seems weird. <laughs> and then it's just, it's weird that just like up and vanished. Yeah. That's why I'm like, he, it was just like he died. The last one died. Right. It's just, it's like really weird. It seems like some sort of creepy dude who just was like, look at me, be weird. And technically, the reports only really talk about him being like sprightly when he was younger. So he could have just been a thin older dude being real fucking creepy and trying to like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It just, it seems, it seems awfully weird and suspicious. A little bit. It's like when the weird clown shit was happening. This kind of feels like that. This was like the Victorian era of when clowns showed up in parks with knives. Mm-hmm. Creepy shit. So I hope you guys enjoyed learning about Spring Heel Jack. My opinion is that it is just some dude who is mm-hmm. long dead. And I really hope that like one day some like family finds a journal of this <laughs> guy and he's like, and tonight I did this. And they're like, oh my God, it was our great, great, great uncle Henry. That kind of shit. So here's hoping for that. Again, thank you, Shannon, so much for being a patron. We really appreciate you and being a part of our support system. We we appreciate it. And thank you so much for giving us all of the ideas that you had and bringing this new little, this new little like weird bundle of knowledge joy to me. Because I'm like, this is one, it's a funny name. Spring-heeled is hilarious to me. Like, <laughs> yeah. I had pictured like a boot that had like a little, I in picture like Inspector Gadget. When he has, like, the bouncy shoes, mm-hmm. the coils on the bottom, that's what I pictured. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. So, with that, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. And we will be back on Monday for another episode. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.